going to be a tough team to beat. Now you come along for the ride. A tough coach. He turned losers into fighters. Enemies into friends. I play. Coach stays. He goes, I go. Challenges into triumphs. If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential, in my book, we're going to be winners. Losers. It'll go straight to your heart. Rated PG. Starts tomorrow at selected theaters near you. afternoon good evening my name is marty plum and i am your host of a pen and a napkin podcast a weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket but tonight it is not a coaching clinic it is the film room and we are back and better than ever with mr tony chapman out of the capital of central nebraska grand island nebraska mr chapman how are you this fine evening Marty, I'm excited to talk about the greatest movie ever made. So wow, uh, I can't, I can't get, I can't get any better. I can't get any better than than I am right now. How about that? You, you are bringing the heat. You, you are firing like Jimmy Chitwood on the dirt, uh, on the grass court where the ball doesn't bounce right away. You are not missing. You are not. You think this is the best movie ever made? It, it absolutely is absolutely the absolutely the best like if you said that i only had one movie to watch the rest of my life okay and i couldn't pick any others this is the one i'd pick wow okay yeah it's right it's it's the it's the number one uh and i you know i just it is just Mm -hmm. is i don't know why just no (laughs) no we all got we all we all have our thing and and we all have our movie i don't know god i don't know if i could pick with just one movie to watch for the rest of my life. If I was stuck on an island, um, mm-hmm. golly, I don't know. I, I could tell you it, it would not be Dirty Dancing. I could tell you that. <laughs> it would not be Dirty Dancing. It, uh, if, if you've ever spent any quality time with me, you know that's the answer for that one there. There uh, we go. But, uh, yes, we are jumping in to the, to the classic 1986 movie, Hoosiers. Maybe, you know, uh, maybe the greatest... Uh, basketball movie ever made maybe the best sports movie ever made in, in in tony chapman's world it is the best movie ever made and uh you know we're gonna we're gonna break it down like we have all the other movies in the film room this is our last feature film for uh the first season here of the film room all right um so we got this one and then we've got one more documentary next week and uh, i think folks are gonna like it i i will give you a hint for next week's uh, uh, film. It is a documentary, but it could also pass as a feature film. When it was originally released, it was a feature film. So there's a little teaser, but I I put it more in the documentary category. But let's get let's not worry about next week. Let's worry about this week. Let's worry about Hoosiers, 1986. Gene Hackman, the movie that he thought was going to ruin his career, and yes. it actually turns out could this be Tony? Could this be Gene Hackman's defining? role as an actor the great gene hackman well it is for me i mean i you know i loved him as lex luthor oh uh, yeah yeah uh i thought i thought i thought he was great there at the hunt for red october uh he was awesome but yeah i mean this when i think of gene hackman i think of 
I think that I think of Norman Dale. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I just uh, I just do, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, you know, and when I think of Dennis Hopper, who had so many other great movies as well, yep. he's always shooter. Yeah, uh, he just always will be shooter uh, to me. And you know, I don't. You know, Marty, I told you it's my number one. I, 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 I think it's my number one only because of when it happened in my life. I was so impressionable. Sure, um, and just the memories that I have back to it of. Uh, it said, I'm on the Wikipedia page right now, and it says that uh, it was released in November of 1986, which means I had to see it in probably March of 1987. Okay. Um, it's the beginning of four straight state tournaments, state final runs for the Hampton Hawks, and I'm a set fifth grader. Mm-hmm. Uh and I distinctly remember watching it in the mall in Grand Island. My dad brought me and my brother over here to the mall. Yep. And they stopped the movie uh, during sectionals because we were in a tornado warning. And they gave us the option to leave. And my dad said, we're safer here than anywhere else in the whole city because we're in the big mall. Sure. And we watched the rest of the movie and nothing happened yeah. uh, as far as the weather is concerned. And so I just remember that. And then mm-hmm. I remember when when me and my buddies got to high school and we made it to state, we would all gather before the state tournament and we yeah. would watch Hoosiers. Yep. And uh, it was just, you know, that it was just at that time in my life, it just hit me so, so perfectly yep. that that's why i that that's why i love it so much it, it the release date when it came out and when it hit me that's why it's probably my favorite movie of all time oh sure and that has a if lot i'd of- have been in college or a dad or you know what i mean or oh, any sure. of those things yeah, yeah. it probably it probably wouldn't be that yeah. high but it's just it's just all the memories i have with my buddies mm-hmm. around the movie mm-hmm. uh that that make it that make it so cool yeah uh for me it was uh, Field of Dreams, you know, that one yeah. just, you know, just get you and and, you know, I grew up in Iowa, so it hits mm-hmm. a little little bit more yep. there. But I was really, really big into baseball at that time in my life. And yeah. Kevin Costner was uh, was trying to supplant. Now, key word there is trying uh, to supplant Harrison Ford as the coolest man on the face of the planet. But nobody's cooler <laughs> than Indiana Jones slash Han Solo. Uh, so. <coughs> Sorry, Tony. Uh, you know, I can I can definitely relate to that, and and totally understandable. Uh, I I think that Hoosiers is is a timeless cast. I I, I don't think you even have to be a basketball fan to love this right. movie. You know, it, it, there's just so many so many good things to it. Yep. yep. I I I I totally agree. It has it has life lessons in it. Uh, it has. Uh, I mean, as a coach, you know it. It has the townspeople are against him and then they're for him. And I just, mm-hmm. you know, my dad went through all that and my grandpa went through all that. So you relate to those things. And, and, uh, uh, you know, it just every, every little, every little plot and twist of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, it just, it, it all, it just as, as a coach's kid, I could, I could relate to it as a, as a coming from a small town, I could relate to it as a, uh, as a player, I could relate to it. I just, you know, just every every little thing about it uh, gets me right in the gets me right in the feels every time. You bet. Well, let's let's start breaking it down here. Just some some over. I have a I have a little bit of a hot take here to start out here, Mister Chapman. Okay, Norman Dale. 
Yeah. Norman Dale, great basketball coach. Not a whole lot of game when it comes to his dating life. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's probably the most awkward piece of the movie. Yeah. Uh, there's no doubt. There's uh, yeah. There's no. There's there's no doubt about it. Okay. Uh, it's just I, I, I'm not going to. Uh, I am not going to get into. Uh, an argument uh, <laughs> with you on Norman Dale's uh, dating style or his kissing technique or, uh, <laughs> or any of those things. Yes. Uh, uh, but we did always, we did always have it. We did always have a joke. Me and a few buddies was that we, we, we always wanted to maybe try one time to uh, use. Do you, do you want to go down to Deer Lake and take in a movie as a pickup line? <laughs> Um, but I don't know that any of us ever got it pulled off. <laughs> well, here's here's a question I want to pose to you, Tony. Uh, the you know, uh, spoiler alert. Uh, you know, uh, the Hickory Huskers win the title, mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, Myra Fleener is is the queen of the town. <laughs> if Normandale is the king of the town, yeah. uh, Myra is the queen. How long do Norman and Myra last? Yeah, there's there wasn't a Hoosiers two. Yeah, uh, so we don't have to. I want you to speculate ha- here. Yeah, we don't have to really. We don't have to really worry about that. There's there's this part of me, uh, Marty, that feels like uh, Norman Dale would have left Hickory uh-huh. yeah. after the state championship and gone on and coached uh, Indiana State or. Uh, some small level Wabash uh, or, or DePaul yeah, Wabash yeah. or, or he goes to like Kentucky Wesleyan or, yeah. you know, I don't know, somewhere. Uh, but she's somewhere. got a master's degree though. She went to graduate school so she could go with it, <laughs> you know? Yep. So, so there's yep. that possibility. Uh, yeah. But I think, I, I think Norm, uh, I think Norm in, in his, in his one year in Hickory, uh, even though the town came around to him, I think I think Norm was smart enough to be on to him and know that he was never going to be uh, uh, he was never going to be the king of 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 Hickory, quite frankly. Yeah. So uh, I can see that that Norm would just Norm would just up and left. Yeah, quite honestly. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's I think there's a high probability with that. I could see mm-hmm. Myra going with him uh, despite the age <laughs> difference uh, when they made the movie. Uh, Gene Hackman was 55 and Barbara Hershey was 37. So we've got wow. a, a pretty significant, yeah, pretty significant gap there. So, yeah. Um, unsung hero of the movie here, uh, Mr. Chapman, Wit Butcher. Um, mm. So follow, follow my logic. Let me know what you think. Um, so, start of the movie, his son gets kicked out of practice and then he brings his son back. Okay, yeah. and he says, you know, coach is in charge, blah, blah, blah. Right. Okay, so number one thing he does is he turns around and he tells all the other guys, the hangers on, to get out of the gym. This is coach's mm-hmm. gig. Get out. Okay. Number two, uh, the, the principal, um, uh, Cletus, has the heart attack yeah. or the, the health issue. And yep. who steps in to be the assistant coach? Mm-hmm. Whit Butcher. Okay. He needed he needed a non-drunk with him. <laughs> exactly. And then yep. number three is when Jimmy says he's coming back 
and they say, you know, uh, uh, Felina, 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 the, Opal. Opal says, uh, "Let's get a revote." He's the one yeah. that says, "Let's let's do the uh, the vote by voice or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it." And then yep. he's the one that tears up all the ballots, and he says, "Yep, Coach, Coach Stays. Yes. Yeah. So yep. is is Whit Butcher the 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 fixer, if you will, here uh, the the guy that Norman Dale uh, might be bringing along with him to K- uh, to Kentucky Westland after he gets yeah. out of town here. So, well, you've got there's 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 no doubt in my mind, and even if you if you bring if you bring this into real life, I think you probably know through through coaching that your best teams have your best parents. Yes, and uh, if uh, if if it's not for for uh, for Coach Butcher, so to speak. Uh, kind of taking everybody, you know, kind of leading everybody. Uh, I don't think Norm's got a chance and, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty evident. I, uh, I will agree with you. Uh, I will wholeheartedly agree with you, uh, on, on that take. He, he had a, uh, he had a way of, uh, I don't know. He just had a way of, you know, and of course, Raid, his other son was, kind of a hellion uh yeah. even though he even though he didn't quit uh you know he was the uh you know he was the guy who norm wouldn't put out on the put wouldn't put back out on the floor uh when they only had four guys left in the opening game and mm-hmm. so uh we probably uh coach butcher probably had a little uh talk with raid too and i think you know i think raid had a uh you know, Raid ends up being kind of Jimmy's sidekick, really. There, you could probably say that he was the second best player on the team, I suppose. Uh, and uh, you know, he, he his his attitude turning around uh, after he uh, after he sucker punched the guy. Him and Norm kind of really started getting along. Yeah, and uh, and I think that that turned the season around as well. Yeah, I uh, okay. So let, let's let's go through the power rankings. You bring that up, Tony. You know, Jimmy's Jimmy's number one. Jimmy's Jimmy's our first round draft pick. He's our he's okay. our he's our all stater. Uh yeah. I, I I think you uh it's either um Ray or you know, I gotta be honest, I'm a big fan of Buddy Walker's game. Uh he yeah. could guard inside, he could guard outside, had the nice mid range game, uh yeah. tough as nails, uh mm-hmm. diving on the floor for loose balls, as was everybody. But uh yeah. I, I think it's it's either Ray or or uh it's it's buddy uh i i think those are those are my two guys i am uh i'm with you uh totally with you on on both of those i would probably go jimmy buddy raid uh it's raid with a d by yep. the way uh and then and then everett yeah uh and uh and then after that it probably and then it's you know then it's then it's probably wit uh and then strap and ollie uh i don't know how you you can you know, you can round those two heroes out however you want to, but uh, those two that those two were great. Yeah. Uh, you know, they had perfect. There's a perfect role. Uh, each played a perfect role. Each played a a hero role. Uh, you know, towards the end of the season there, and so. Uh, but yeah, I think I I, I I I do think it would be interesting to see what other people thought on on Raid and Buddy. But I think you probably, as a coach, you want. You want Buddy uh, for his for his defensive prowess, and he could score it just a little bit. Yeah, he could. Yeah, he could. So, um, last thing on the overview, and then we'll kind of jump into uh, some of the categories here. Uh, Norman Dale is he the first modern 
basketball coach. You know, we got uh, we got George just saying, you know, 20 on, 10 off, and we're going to scrimmage and just shoot it and do this and that. And, and Coach Dale's got the, t- the he's got the chairs out, and they're doing the shuffles and the passing drills and, and all of that fun stuff. Uh, is he the first modern basketball coach? Coaches are absolutely loving our taking over a new program booklet. As many of you know, I spent two years outside of coaching, and during that time, I hung a note card in my workspace at school that said, strip the house down to the studs. I took that time to really rethink and reorganize my thoughts on what it takes to run a transformational program. As I prepared for the possibility of coaching again, I organized these thoughts into this 96-page booklet. How much do I trust this booklet? I used this booklet as I went on interviews to help sell myself and my vision for what my new program would look like. If I'm using it to sell myself, why wouldn't I recommend it to you, my listeners? This booklet will help you look at any part of your program, no matter what stage you're at in your program, and help improve it in some way. It's all yours for only $15, which includes shipping and handling. For more information, email me at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. Well, uh, that's a that's a wonderful question. Um I mean, in I guess in movie time, you would probably I can't I can't say there's really another movie about basketball that I was deep into before it. But if yeah, you're looking true, at yeah. like if you're looking at like actual time, you know, if you're looking into the into the fifties, I'm I'm thinking about what's going on in the fifties. You probably uh, uh, and and I don't know if we're planning to do this, but you know, I, I've dug into the real life thing here so much, but yeah, yeah. the actual, you know, the actual Milan team of, of 53 and 53 and 54, I'm thinking of, uh, the great Kansas teams with, with Dean Smith and Wilt Chamberlain probably, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, at that time, uh, Hank Ibo was you, big during that time period. Yep, yep. You have that. And then, and then the other thing, probably hopefully I teach somebody something here, but uh, if you look at the Milan teams of 53 and 54 and in 54, when they won the state championship on their way to the state championship, they beat Indianapolis Crispus addicts and Crispus addicts had Oscar Robertson uh, and they beat them, I believe in the round of eight Uh, and then Crispus addicts in 55, the year after Milan won it, they won the state championship and they were the, the first ever team, uh, in the history of the United States, uh, that had an all black starting, uh, oh, I did all not black know that. starting five yeah. that won a state that won a state championship, and uh, the the stories uh, that you hear about Crispus Attucks. So the game was changing at that time. I mean, when you think of a, a guy like Oscar Robertson, mm-hmm. who uh, uh, was really uh, you know a pioneer. Uh, in the game of basketball and how how the game was played, of course, it went to Cincinnati and and then obviously the great NBA career. So uh, I really think uh, you do bring up a, a great point there. In the early fifties, the game was changing. You were you were get, you were close to getting Wilt and, and Bill Russell and, yep. and Bob Cousy and and the NBA. I think about this time has has put the twenty four second shot clock. That in. was fifty four. So, yeah, nineteen fifty four. Yeah, they did that. So. Yeah. Uh, so you really are. Uh, I don't know if Norman Dale is the the modern basketball coach, but you really are at a time, both in 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 the movie and in and in real life, where the <gasps> game of basketball is really, uh, really starting to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think most would, you know, most would say uh, for the better. Yeah. Well, yeah, and and the the only 
Well, you had Bob Kirk, Kirkland, Kirkland, and and uh, Mikan. Those were the two big men yeah, of the George game. George Mikan, yeah. But you know, Kuzi was dominant for the Celtics. He was probably the best player in the NBA at the time, other than mm-hmm. Mikan. And yeah, the, you know, like you said, Tony, I think you bring out a, a great point. The game was was changing, um, and society was obviously changing. Like you said, with the Christmas Addicts team, and and I knew Oscar had played on one of those. I thought it was the team that they had beaten in the final, but I'll trust, you know, you've done the research. I'll, I'll definitely yeah. defer to you on that. Uh, I knew they beat Oscar Robertson along the way. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, so it, it, it is historical, uh, you know, and obviously the, the one class championship, you know, again, growing up in Iowa for the, for the girls uh, through the early 90s, uh, it was a one class championship uh, for the six on six game. And, and yeah. so, you know, it's, it was kind of Hoosiers on the girls' side of things. Now, six-on-six is six, a lot different than five-on-five, five, but still the concept mm-hmm. was the same of, you know, uh, there'd be years where you'd have a small town of 1,000 people going against a school that had 1,000 kids in the, in the high school or 2,000 right. kids, you know. So uh, yeah. there, there's, there's definitely the nostalgia of it, and, and mm-hmm. it gets us every time. I watched it today, and it's just <laughs> like, man, I'm, I, by the time you get to that state final, you're just you're yeah. just locked in. You're just locked in. So have you uh, yeah. have you ever been to uh, the Hoosier Gym or have you ever been to Hinkle Fieldhouse? I've been to both. Okay. I've actually been to the Hoosier Gym three times. Okay, uh, I'm that guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, if you, if you follow me on Twitter, I think probably the the, the best way I can uh, explain. Uh, explain to you my love for Indiana basketball really comes out of comes out of this movie is uh, my daughter Olivia who's running cross country today she in in eighth grade in Grand Island where our kids go to school you get a Washington DC trip uh, that you go on and uh, Olivia's was was supposed to be in 2020 so it obviously uh, it obviously got uh, got canceled um, for her and so uh, I decided that uh, actually, I apologize. That was twenty twenty one, so okay. it still didn't. It still didn't go. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yes, she was a seventh grader uh, in twenty twenty, and then in eighth grade it was twenty twenty one. So um, that that year, of course, in twenty twenty one, the NCAA, NCAA moved all of the NCAA tournament to Indiana. Yep. Um, and played it all around Indianapolis. So. Uh, I got uh, I got tickets for us uh, to go to a game, and of course we made a full weekend out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, went to the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame, went to Hoosier Gym uh, with her, went to uh, the game at, at Lucas Oil Stadium. We saw North Texas upset Purdue, mm-hmm. uh, the local fan favorite <clears throat> there, so that was really kind of fun to watch. And then we actually took in some Indiana high school semifinals on the Saturday wow. uh, after – uh, at Washington, Indiana, uh, home to the Hatchet House, uh, and uh, that's where the Zeller Boys are from. Okay, and so yep. uh, about a about a nine thousand seat high school gym. Uh, uh, to give you an idea of basketball in Indiana, Marty, uh, fourteen of the fifteen largest high school gyms in the United States are in Indiana. Wow, um, and and so. Uh, the day we left Indianapolis and we drove down to Washington, we uh, we stopped in Bloomington. Uh, we stopped in Martinsville, where John Wooden grew up, and, mm-hmm. and saw a few things there. And and then we also stopped at 
we also stopped at Bedford North Lawrence High School, home of Damon Bailey. Oh, the, um, uh, the great Damon Bailey, yes. And, yeah. and, and I watch the fourth quarter of the Damon Bailey the Damon Bailey state final game probably once or twice a year, which tells you a little bit well, about what a sicko I am uh, for, for basketball. Uh, so uh, I don't even know what the beginning of this thing was. <laughs> have you been to Hinkle and have you been to the Hickory gym? And so I've been yeah. to Hinkle. Uh, it sounds like you I went on the to, amazing race more than, on a, you know, <laughs> So Hinkle, I went to. I uh, uh, I'll even give, uh, to even go back a little bit farther. I have a uh, very good friend that I worked with in Omaha for for a couple years, um, and he grew up in in eastern uh, or far western Ohio and went to school at Xavier. Okay. Um, and uh, in 2010 or 2011, he was living in Cincinnati. No, it was farther back than that. It was. Maybe 2004, 2005, we'd maybe just moved to Grand Island. Uh, he was working, uh, to give you an idea, Milan is about 45 miles from Cincinnati. So it's in the far southeast yep. corner mm-hmm. uh, of Indiana. And at the time, he was actually working with uh, a, uh, working with a lady who had a son playing for Milan High School. Mm-hmm. And uh, I we actually went to a... Uh, sectional basketball game in Milan mm-hmm. um, and uh, kind of did the whole thing of the town there. And they've got a museum there that I've, that I've been to a couple, a couple times as well. So uh, I guess I've done about most everything you could, you could possibly do uh, that, that would come from <laughs> yep. Yep. the movie Hoosiers. So yep. um, yeah, very awesome. cool. And, awesome. and, and, and there's a lot of places where the movie was shot that are still intact mm-hmm. um, that you can, you know, you can go see. But obviously Hinkle, uh, Hinkle tops the list. I saw Butler play Xavier there uh, with, my, with my buddy again. And that was in about the 2012-13 season. Both teams were very good. So yep. that was that was that was really cool. Yep. Um, it's a it's a fantastic place. It is really cool. We went there. Uh, we stopped in about 2012 and. They've yeah. got a they've got a display for the movie. Uh, if, you, mm-hmm. if you ever get a chance to stop by, I encourage you to stop by and and yep. check it out. And I'm a sucker for uh, old sports architecture, and Hinkle yeah. is definitely old. It's almost a hundred years old, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's 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 a cool place. So check it out. So yeah. Um, all right. So let's jump in here, Tony. Uh, how often should you rewatch Hoosiers? Well, I think it's a requirement that you watch it, uh, that you watch it in late February or early March every year uh, if you're a high school athlete or coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you're from a small town, you should watch it more than once uh, a year um, only because uh, only because it, it, you know, it just it should just give you that feeling of, man, we can we can do something that that nobody else uh thinks we can do mm-hmm. uh i you know i probably marty it's <clears throat> interesting i i, I if i see it on the tv guide i'll always watch it on tv sure. um, i've got the dvd you know i have it uh you know that i could watch it on command uh you know i'm uh i'm gross like told you i watched the damon bailey fourth quarter i've <laughs> i've watched the actual state championship game of Milan on youtube okay probably probably a dozen times um 
an unbelievable cat and mouse mm-hmm. uh, cat and mouse game between Marvin Wood and the coach for for Muncie Central, who was a power. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had won something, I think, of like ten or eleven state championships, mm-hmm. um, and so. Uh, but man, if you just you know the movie, you just gotta you know just sit and enjoy it. And uh, if you've never watched it and you're watching it for the first time and you and you don't love it, maybe give it a give it a second a second chance. And, yep. And, and see what you think. But I, uh, yeah, I, I, I yeah. really, you know, it's, it's probably a, it's probably a one time a year start to finish for me for sure. Yep. Um, and catch it whenever it's on TV as, as, as best I can. So I probably watch it two to three times a year, but I, I have to be near, I mean, I can, the, the lines that I can recite, it, my kids and my wife hate me for it. So, um, in fact, it's almost unwatchable with me because I'm sitting there. Quoting uh, all everything as you go through yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yep. So that's, gotcha. that's, that's where I'm at with it. All right. Uh, favorite scenes. And there's, there's numerous favorite scenes mm-hmm. here. I, I've got uh, seven or eight that I, that I picked out mm-hmm. here. Um, just in the, in the order of appearance, um, the barbershop scene, um, mm, with, very good. Yeah. Gene Hackman. Yeah. And if you've ever coached in a, in a smaller community, you know, that that's kind of what it's like when you mm-hmm. go to the store and, and yep. you run into people and Hey, you know, the game the other night, great job or what the blank mm-hmm. are you thinking? And that type of yep. thing. So the barbershop scene, mm-hmm. uh, the first practice, um, where, where Gene, <laughs> where, uh, coach Dale, uh, fires uh, George Walker, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and then so he went on to pitch for the Cleveland Indians a few years later. <laughs> Vaseline. <laughs> you put snot on the ball. You put snot on the ball. <laughs> yeah, Chelsea Ross, what a guy. Yep. What a guy. Are you yep. saying that Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? <laughs> uh, so another, another, uh, I digress there. So um, the... Uh, the pep rally scene uh, mm. where they come out, uh, Ollie. I would hope you uh, support who we are, not who we are not. Yes, yes, uh, yes. definitely. That's in the favorite quotes list. Uh, Ollie, you know, just a little two second thing of Ollie blowing the layup really badly. Yes, is, is beautiful. Little, little comic yep. relief there. Um, the nerves, the, the the first game, the nerves before the first game, and and mm. you know that's that's a pretty accurate. You know th- those first game jitters. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you can't, you, you can't do anything but go through it every year. Yeah. You got, you got to go yep. through those first game jitters. So, mm-hmm. um, hiring shooter, uh, goes up to shooter's house and, mm-hmm. and sits down and talks to shooter and tells him he's got to be, yeah. uh, sober. Um, yeah. the, the petition scene, uh, uh-huh. you know, coach Dale defends himself and then they, they give the vote and then Jimmy comes in and, uh, you know, uh, we know what happens there. Um, yep. The pregame before the semifinal, and and we have even though it's nineteen fifty one, we've got the nineteen eighty slow clap going on in the locker room yep. uh, before we forget get going about there. their fancy uniforms. You bet, forget about those. But I did like some of the color schemes of some of the schools they had. I thought, yeah, for for nineteen fifty one vintage uniforms, I thought they looked pretty doggone sharp. I've got to be yeah. controversial take here, Tony. I liked the hickory white uniforms better than the red and gold. I mm. I, I don't know why. The, I, I, yeah, it, the all whites were solid. I I, I have no arguments. Uh, okay. No arguments with that either. Okay. All right. Um, yep. Ollie knocking down the free throws. 
the measurement scene, get out the tape mm-hmm. measure, and then I mean the the uh, the championship pregame. Uh, you know, talking yeah. in the talking in the locker room. Uh, you know, who, who do we want to win this for? I want to win it for all the small mm-hmm. towns that never had a chance to get here. I want to win it for my dad and, and you mm-hmm. know, all of that stuff. And then, you know, of course, you know, the 20-minute the championship game. I mean, you, you, you know, just, yeah. just great stuff, great stuff. So, yeah. so you've got to pick one of those, Mr. Chapman. Uh, right. I've got my favorite, um, but there's your, there's your smorgasbord, and you, you, you are required – uh, as the rules of a pen and a napkin, the film room, you've got to pick one of those. Gosh. Uh, so I'm going to go, I'm going to go one, I'm going to go one A and one B. Okay. Uh, if, if, if I'm allowed, uh, and I'm actually going to piggyback onto a couple of your scenes, a couple of your scenes that you didn't talk about, but that are my favorite parts of those scenes. Okay. Um, so my one A is in the is in the locker room before the championship game, and it's both the prayers. Okay. Uh, it's it's uh, uh, with God of heaven is all one to deliver with a great multitude or a small company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he talks just talks about that, and then and then when. Uh, when Coach Pearl comes in, straps Dad, and and reads David and Goliath, I yep. I probably lose it just about every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's where I uh, that's that's where I get it. Um, and then my underrated part, uh, my underrated part, and this is I'm I'm probably going to even hit you with one is okay. uh, when they arrive at Butler Fieldhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, when they arrive at Butler Fieldhouse, the man in the suit greets them. Yep. Uh, that guy, that man is named Ray Kraft, uh, in okay. that's his actual name in real life. And at the time he was, a uh, imagine he was, a uh, he was a Jay Beller or a John Dolliver. He worked for the Indiana high school athletic association. Okay. Uh, Ray Kraft was the other guard to Bobby Plump on the Milan team. Oh, really? Um, oh, that's yeah. Cool. And so, and so when race, when Ray says to them, uh, coach butcher, coach Dale, your practice schedule will be, you know, from, from, from 10 to 12 and, yep. and the game will be at whatever. And, and quite frankly, this is, we think this is one of the greatest things that ever happened in Indiana basketball. And we're all with you and give them heck. And I just, you know, I think of what Ray had to be feeling, yeah, just going through, uh, just going through that scene. Um, and still, you know, when I found out that, that who that who that guy was and what the history had tied back to the actual story, uh, that one gives me goosebumps every time. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so you're picking. So those are your two. Uh, those are those are my two. If I can have a if I can have a one A and a one B. Okay. All right. I <laughs> I uh, I really like. You know, it, it's hard to pick between those two and the pregame of the semifinal, the slow clap and one. I, um, yeah, and I really, I, I will tell you, I'll tell you this one. I'll tell you this too. This is one you didn't bring up. Okay. Uh, another one that that really gets me is uh, you reckon number four will put up their last shot, Dad. Oh, yep. And yep, yep. and and when uh, you know just that father son moment uh, with Everett and, and and his dad there, even though his father has failed him, um, and he gives him that one last chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, to try to to try to do something well, mm-hmm. uh, and and they win the game and and they're running off the floor and he goes, "You did good, Dad. You did real good." I I just that one, 
Yeah. Um, you know, and, 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 and Norm is already, you know, Norm has already made an ass of himself and yeah. <laughs> kicked himself out of the game. But he's got that little uh, smirk have, as he's walking off the yeah, floor there. Yeah. yeah. Have yeah. You, Marty, have you ever tried that one on an official? Have you ever gone up to him and asked him if he had pitching shit in his eyes? <laughs> I hope I didn't. I'm probably going to probably have to edit that out. But, uh, uh, I, maybe not. I don't know. If it, yeah, I maybe haven't maybe gotten a technical foul since <laughs> no i'm serious i don't i haven't got a technical foul since 2008 i just love i just love norm yeah. norm just ask yeah. ask for and i'm thinking there norm's like like they're they're tied or down two here there's two minutes left in the game and he gets himself kicked out and it's just hilarious but, yeah, yeah uh one of my one of, one of my favorites but but when everton uh, whatever and shooter go there and I and I and I do love too you know I'm I'm, I'm totally hijacking your thing I you're, the, you're when, good man when, that's why you're on when yeah whenever whenever it goes into the hospital before oh uh, yep. before yep. the finals I yep. I mean that just is um you know that it's I don't know I yeah. just I I that that time uh that time there is really really cool to me too well and and uh you know it's it's you know, it's Shooter's redemption. It's yeah. it's uh, Norman Dale's redemption from from right. his mistake that that he made, mm-hmm. uh, and he talks about it later on. It's it's Myra Fleener's rege- redemption of of you know this is her chance to to do something bigger than uh, what's what's been done, and 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 you know so I I, I think that it's uh, you know it's a lot of that stuff, and and it's easy mm-hmm. to to see that 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 story arc kind of play its way through the movie and and uh you know the growth of the team and we'll kind of get into that stuff here in a little bit so coaches you know just as well as i do that we're always looking for new and different ways to motivate our players and programs but sometimes it's hard to find that perfect source that we're looking for over the past 25 years i've collected hundreds of handouts to help motivate my players and programs and now i'd like to share some of my favorites with you the A Pen and a Napkin 101 Best Handouts Booklet is now available for you, to you for only $15. In this booklet, you'll find motivational material for all types of situations and individuals to help you communicate your values to your players and program. For ordering information, you can either DM me on Twitter or email me at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com for details. Um, worst scene. Worst scene. I just had two. I, I, I had two. It's This is... This is about sports movie perfection, uh, if if not close to movie perfection. Uh, but I only had two uh, worst scenes, and and one's not even that bad. Uh, it's just uh, you know shooter drying out. Um, I mean, I, I understand why they had to have it in the movie and everything yeah. like that. But you're you're yeah. so invested in the team at this point that it's right. a little it's a little bit distracting, but not not a big deal. Uh, yeah. the, the the worst scene in the movie. Far and away is uh, when when Norman and and Myra finally kind of give in to temptation with one another. There is no and, further discussion needed it, on this. Yes. just we don't even uh, totally agree. Yeah, uh, I, I almost could almost click through it now each time <laughs> it comes on because I uh, I don't need it at all. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So we'll, 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 we'll breeze through that category really quick. There's only one scene that we need to talk about. We're in agreement. We, we trudge forward, Mr. Chapman, we trudge forward. So, uh, basketball realism, uh, from A to F, what is your grade for basketball realism for Hoosiers? Um, A to F. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, I'm going to go, um, I'm going to go like B plus. Okay. And you know, it, it, it's, it really gets pretty, it's sometimes like early on in the movie, I, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty average. There's actually a couple, uh, there's actually a spot that I think is an error in the movie, uh, in the movie editing in that shooter when the shooter wins the game, um, where shooter wins the game and and he instructs Buddy to get the steal and Buddy calls the timeout. But if you're watching it intently, and you're yeah. probably going to go now rewatch is it, this. Isn't ever Jimmy makes Jimmy makes the steal. Oh, Jimmy does make the steal. That's right. And yeah, then yeah. the next and then the next cut is to Buddy with the ball calling the timeout. Mm-hmm. And so that's a little that's a little awkward for me. But that mm-hmm. you only catch that one on like the 314th <laughs> viewing. So. <laughs> You've got to, you've got to kind of in between Dave and Bailey games on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to kind of, you got to kind of get through, through that one. Uh, Uh But I'm going to go, I'm going to go B plus. I think it's solid. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, I'm just going to go, I'm just going to go with, I'm just going to go with solid. Yeah. I I don't think it's, I don't think it's like this, uh, Three seven five on a four zero scale, but mm-hmm. it's a it's a solid three two five for yeah, me. I, yeah. I, yeah, so that that's where I'm at. You just described my academic career. Um, <laughs> Mine too. Yeah. If I was lucky. Uh, well, yeah, that's a, if I was lucky. If, <laughs> yeah. if, if if coaching uh if coaching football was on the curriculum that semester. So. Yes. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I gave exactly. it about a B plus as well. Um, I thought they did a good job of, you know, they made the the style of play pretty accurate to the time period with the X's and O's of it. A lot of high post pinch post actions and mm-hmm. some backdoor stuff. The kids passed the ball yep. pretty well back in 1951. Uh-huh. Um, I, you know, uh, they did a good job, very underrated uh, in this type of circumstance. Cause they showed, Oh, and you'd probably know the number of games that they actually had. They, they played Olytic to start out the season. Then they played Cedar mm-hmm. Knob, and they mm-hmm. played. You know, they they had seven or eight different actual opponents that they played against, or they they yep. showed footage of. And I thought mm-hmm. they did a good job of the players were running the same movements, the same motion, that same little base offense, and and Jimmy yep. and Buddy would run off to that corner and 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 shoot that fifteen footer from the corner off the double screen pretty consistently, <laughs> yes. um, yep. which is underrated in the accuracy of the film. It wasn't just you know the, it showed some discipline by the filmmakers and the and the director mm-hmm. to to okay this is this is the offense that they ran here and or this is the yeah. offense we're gonna run here and and they ran it pretty uh pretty well pretty consistently um you know most famously uh last shot of the game uh they clear it out for jimmy chitwood um Mm -hmm. and they recreated it to the point that that's basically what bobby plump did in 1954 from pretty much about the same spot about 14 15 feet away from the right elbow and Mm -hmm. and he hit the pull-up jumper at the buzzer to win the game which i think was a nice homage to the 54 Milan team as well to have jimmy end it that way so uh, yep. I gave it about a B plus as well. Uh, the one, yep. one, and again, being kind of a defensive guy, uh, defensive stances got a little sloppy off the ball at times. Sloppy. I would, I would, I would completely agree with you. There's yeah. one, uh, there's one scene, and it's early. Uh, 
And it's when uh, it's when Stra- it's before Wit comes back, so Strap is actually playing, and he's barely even guarding anybody. Yep, was, yep, I was, know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it was the first game. It was brutal. Yeah, and Gene was not. Norm was not happy uh, with the effort on the on the defensive end. Yeah, come on, so, Strap. Come on, yeah. Strap. So, um, <laughs> best uh, best coaching advice. Best coaching advice from the from the movie here, Tony. What do you got? Oh man. Um uh best coaching advice. Um I got about four things if you want me to get started with it. Do you? Yeah. Well, I I'm I'm just going to I'm gonna, I'm going to be real simple because I think it trumps everything else that you could possibly tell a team whether that was Xs and Os or anything. Uh and I think probably Norman Dale at least Gene Hackman wasn't probably a great X's and O's guy. Uh, mm-hmm. If you really watch the movie, I mean, hell, he didn't want Jimmy to put up the last shot. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, but I think, I think where, where Norm was, was, was he knew who his guys were. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, I just have to go with, uh, I just have to go with, uh, I love you guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think that, I think that's true in 1954 or 2023 um, is do you love, do you love the players you're coaching and do they know that you love them back? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think you, I, I think that's uh, I think that's one of the first things you got to have for uh, to be a successful group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I'll, had, go, I'll go there. Yeah. I, I had that on, on one of my four things was to, you yeah. know, to, to have the loyalty of the team and, you know, uh, who who who's the guy that that punched the kid from Cedar Knob? Was it Everett that 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 punched no, him? That in the was mouth? that was Raid. That, that was, was Raid. Raid. Yep, that was yep. Raid. That 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 uh, uh, you know, and and this is a kid that you know the previous game he had set him down and uh, you know had played with the four players, and so yep. I, I think having that trust between coaches and players, players and coaches coaches and coaches you know and i think that's an undervalued thing having that is 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 building that camaraderie obviously uh wit butcher uh you know norm trusted his staff with wit and shooter uh he handpicked them himself and yeah. uh you know did a did a really good job with with that um a couple other things um that i had down tony uh don't listen to the voices in the stands uh, you know, you got all these folks telling him, you know, again, we'll go back to the to the barbershop scene. You know, we've always played zone. We always, you know, we do this. We're a bunch of shooters. We got to play run, run and gun. And and it was a it was a rocky road to get there. But uh, Norman knew where he wanted to take the team. He knew what style of coaching fit him. Uh, mm-hmm. If he lets them play a little bit more, are they a little bit more successful initially? I don't know, but it. It ended up all's well that ends well, and yeah. uh, but if you listen to the voices in the stands, uh, that's when you start getting in trouble. And I think, especially yep. for young coaches, uh, I, I think that's that's a, a tough thing. You know, I've you know, there's an old coaching saying, you know, there's no such thing as a free meal. And if if you've got somebody that wants to talk to you or sit down with you, uh, there's usually some sort of alternative motive uh, ulterior motive with it and uh i think norman did a good job of of following what he knew was best for the kids right yeah i completely agree with you it's completely agree with that mm-hmm. absolutely um the last thing the last coaching advice 
And this goes this goes back late season, Tony. You got to practice your special situations. You got to <clears throat> you know, uh Hickory's up 4 or 5 with with a minute or so left to go in the semifinal and they darn near gave it up. Now obviously guy got hurt, guy fouled out, uh, a couple turnovers by Ollie. Uh, you know, Ollie didn't hustle back on D and the guy hits the shot to tie the game. So come on, Ollie, let's go, buddy. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but practicing those special situations, uh, in the final, you're up six with a minute and a half left, poor shot selection by South Bend Central. Uh, that's not the shot you want to be shooting in that situation. It's situation score. Uh, but, uh, Hickory knew that they, uh, you know, they, they need, knew what they wanted to do when it came to their press and their half-court trap after the game got tied uh, to force the extra possession. So practice your special situations. This is, you know, Hoosiers teaches you that. Definitely there. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, good stuff there. That's stuff I, that's stuff I never saw. In the, in the real-life game, uh, Marty, if you've never seen it, uh, there's uh, – Hickory, or Hickory, Milan starts the fourth quarter down two mm-hmm. and holds the ball for four and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I knew they and, held uh, it for a long, long time in the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. Co- Coach Wood just didn't think his guys had enough left in him to, to be able to play with them. And uh, he just wanted, he trusted Kraft and, and Plump. And, and actually, I, I believe kind of the opposite happened. So, so Milan did what South Bend Central did in that uh, I believe this. I believe they were up to thirty to because I think the final score was thirty-two to thirty. They were up thirty twenty-eight, uh, and Ray Kraft broke down the middle uh, uh, out of their four corners game and had a clean layup uh, with about a minute fifteen left and missed it. Uh, and allowed uh, Muncie Central to tie the game, and then of course, uh, then of course, uh, Bobby Plump. Uh, yeah, Bobby Plump hits the mm-hmm. hits the game winner. So, so yeah, uh, some 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 parallels there actually. Yeah. So, all right, best line of the movie, and and uh, Mr. Chapman, I about cra- uh, cramped up uh, writing these out here. So, um, so I got one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight. Nine, ten. I got eleven choices again. Kind of like favorite scene. You got to pick one of these. All right. Wow. Okay. All right. I wonder if you'll even. I, I, I can get a little weird here. So okay, uh, go for it. I'm ready. We like weird in the film room. All right. Okay. So, uh, and I hope nobody takes that out of context. All right. So, first, first one here, and and this is uh, in chronological order of the movie here. All right. Okay. There's two kinds of dumb. There's a guy that gets naked and runs out in the snow and barks at the moon. The other is one guy is is the guy that closed that does it in my living room. Uh, I thought that yeah. you know, uh, yeah. nice, 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 so uh, one, good line one there, don't Chelsea. So one don't matter so much. The other one you're kind of forced to deal with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's one here. Uh, run the picket fence at him. Yeah, you know, classic line from this movie. Uh, yeah. Most people would love to be treated like a god, even for a few moments. Yeah. Even uh, for a few moments. Yeah. Yep. You know, Gene trying to explain that is to... That is the epitome, though, of, of small-town athletics right yep. there. I yep. mean, uh, whether that's good or bad, it, it, it can be both, quite frankly. But that, I mean, that is what it is right there. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's the God's honest truth. Yep. Become one by putting a leather ball through an iron hoop. <laughs> you betcha. You, you oh no, you're, it's exactly true. We talk about that a lot with our kids about just how mm-hmm. stupid is this. We spend so mm-hmm. much time. Look how blessed we are 
to worry mm-hmm. about this so much. Yeah, so, yeah. right. Uh, another one, uh, and you mentioned this one earlier. I would hope that you would support who we are instead of who we are not at the mm-hmm. pep rally. Mm-hmm. Um, welcome to Indiana basketball. Mm. Yep. Yep. Walking out for the first game. Uh, mm-hmm. My team is on the floor. You know, yes. yeah, good one there. Probably, probably the most iconic line from the movie. I think mm-hmm. uh, that doesn't mean it's my favorite, but it's probably the one that that everybody that everybody really remembers when when you talk about Hoosiers. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna run the picket fence at them. Don't get caught watching the paint dry. Nope. Yeah, the paint dry at the end. Yep. Yep. Yes. Yep. Um, it was dentine. I was hoping that one would come. That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Shooter, when he's drying out, um, I started balling, and they brought in the white coats in, and they put a jacket on me. (laughs) That's pretty pretty Uh, good one there. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I love you guys. Yeah. And then, of course, Jimmy Chitwood. I'll make it. I'll make it. Yeah. Yep. So. Uh, Very good. Uh, You got to pick one, uh, Tony. I think I. Yeah, uh, well, out of out of out of that one, uh, out out of your selections, um, I would say it has to be. Uh, I would say it has to be. I love you guys only for all the reasons that I that I already mentioned mm-hmm. uh, previously. Um, I love uh, I love Merle. Uh, I love Merle in the locker room before the championship game. Let's win this one for all the small schools that never had a chance to get here. Yep. Uh, that one, that one, that one always, uh, that, that one always seems to seems to get me. Um, uh, and then uh, <laughs> one of my uh, uh, one of my favorites is uh, uh, one of my favorites is is the the scene where uh, Myra's mom Opal uh, is loading the loading the, the oh feed yes into the yes. into the yep. into the back back of the truck and uh, oh, what's uh, Mister you Mister you ain't seen a ray of light since you've been here yeah uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember the beginning of that line now and yep I'm probably gonna have to forward this to my brother and he's gonna he's gonna roast me yeah uh, but I know for, exactly what you're talking about for, yep for forgetting it yeah yep and uh, so. But uh, but that's uh, uh, that that's one of my dinner my place. Yep. Saturday. Yep. <laughs> she's all she's all ready to she's all ready to to get him to get him fixed fixed up. And then uh, uh, another another one of my favorite scenes is Norm and Shooter going back and forth when he sees the Norm see or Shooter sees the picture of of Norm's Ithaca team and uh-huh. and uh, and Norm and. Uh, uh, that was a hell of a team you had there. And yep. Norm's kind of surprised me. You knew that team, and I can tell you everything there, there is, is no about the greatest game, game ever made. made. Yep, yep. And then and then Norm has to Norm has to go and so you know about the uh, yeah yeah <laughs> and yeah. And, and, and that's like, I that, think when Norm I think that was the defining moment though when Norm knew he could trust Shooter. Yeah, uh, good point, Tony. Good doing, point. Doing what he doing what he was what he was what he was going to do and and. Uh, and so, uh, I don't know. I just that, that's that's one of those cool scenes early in the movie that mm-hmm. I think uh, that I think is got some got some good lines in there. Yep. Okay. Um, I would pick "I'll make it" or "I love you guys" as well. Those are yep. those are my two favorite. You know, um, mm-hmm. and, and we'll get back to uh, we'll get back to Jimmy Chitwood here at some point. So, 
Um, The Dom Pagnotti, sleaziest character in the movie. The the biggest scuzzball, the biggest slime ball, the one with the ulterior motives. And for me, Mr. Chapman, there's only one logical choice. Uh, Yeah, there has to be only one logical choice. It's George Walker. The the jilted, the jilted coach who Mm -hmm. does all that he can to try and 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 get Coach Dale fired. Now I noticed mm-hmm. this for the first time, and I haven't seen this 496 times like you have, Tony. But I've <laughs> I've seen this enough that I know the movie very very well. Uh, the diner scene where we're introduced to Shooter, and Cletus and Norman Dale are sitting there, and Cletus says something. And I again, this is the first time I, I've I've probably seen this 50 60 times. Okay, but it's the first time I've ever noticed uh, Cletus tells Norman basically. You know, don't worry about George. When you start winning, he'll get on the bandwagon. And yeah. what do you know? Who's one of the guys freaking out in the crowd as the tournament run starts? They yep. keep showing George losing yep. his mind George. here. You yep. know, no doubt about it. You know, no doubt about it. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, George is yeah, George is brutal. Yeah. Uh, God, if George had, had Twitter, he'd have been. <laughs> it'd have been all over. He's got burner accounts all over the place yep. going after yep. Norman Dale. Oh. No doubt about it. I heard he was up at Shooter's Place and they were drinking moonshine. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Do, you know, is Myra Fleener really right for, for, for mm-hmm. Norman Dale? Oh, yeah, yep. God, yeah. Oh, the garbage. Oh, yeah. Uh, he'd be, yeah, he'd be drudging him through there. <laughs> That's good, so... A pen and a napkin university videos are just another way that a pen and a napkin can help you become a better coach. Our university video library is constantly expanding with topics ranging from interviewing for a job to full court defense to 25 universal truths about coaching. Our university videos will help you round out your skill set as a coach and help you hone your craft. Videos are $10 a piece with bundling options available. To order, you can DM me on Twitter. Send me an email at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com or order from our website, a pen and a napkin.com. Be sure to check out the a pen and a napkin video library. Um, best storyline in the movie, Tony. Best storyline? Yeah. Um, I mean, just, well, I mean, like, just the, 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 I mean the the whole story of a of a team overcoming. You know, I, I mean, I just think the I just think the story in general, uh, the story to me in general is is really good. Uh, but uh, you know, I'm enamored by I'm enamored by the fathers and the sons in that movie now as I mm-hmm. get older. Yep. Uh, and so I really love the the play and the relationship between Everett and Shooter. Uh, and it's not perfect, right? Yep. But I mean, I think if you you know if you really if you really dig dig into that if you really dig into that movie, um, what do we know? There's there's seven guys on the team, right? Yep. And so we know Jimmy's dad has died. Yep. Right. Yep. And. Uh, we know most all of the other dads in there. So yep. you sh- shooters there, uh, and they all have a role. You know, we talked about parents earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, shooters dad is in there. Uh, you talk about coach butcher and his two boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, and then of course the famous, uh, the famous bus scene, uh, preacher Pearl, who's yeah. who straps dad yep. drives, uh, drives the bus and in, in coach Hackman or coach, coach Dale is, 
uh, asking him how he how he got the job, and yep. well, it's his bus. <laughs> hey, paint, paint it red in the fall, and yeah, repaint yeah, it and white for the white for the, the summer, summer revival tent tour. Yeah. Or, yeah, the tent yeah. tour. Yeah, and so and so you know if you really go through that, uh, they have seven guys, and we only really we don't know Merle's dad, we don't know Ollie's dad. Uh, and we don't know Buddy's dad, but uh-huh. you have four of the seven players where you really know the relationship um, that those guys have uh, have with their fathers, whether good or bad. Uh-huh. Obviously, you can make that uh, you can make that decision. But I think that's something that, as I've gotten older, um, I kind of see that uh-huh. you know a little bit a little bit more and more. Yep, yep. Um, I really, and I kind of mentioned this earlier. Uh, the redemption story, uh, the redemption of Normandale, uh, the redemption of uh, Shooter, and, and then mm-hmm. and then Jimmy Chitwood's redemption. You know, yeah. um, you know, giving himself back up to the team. He kind of has to go through his grieving process of of losing his father, and um, it, it was his dad that passed away, right, Tony? Yeah, yeah, yep. and yeah. and. Uh, um, you know, he's the one that hits the shot and, and shooter helps him get there. And of course, of course, you know, Normandale with everything that he did. And, and so, uh, I, I just, I just love that concept of, we go on these, the, this journey with the, with the three of the four major characters in the film that, uh, they, they they take us you know they kind of at one point or another have started out as as low as they can possibly go uh mm-hmm. coming off of death uh alcoholism uh, uh and and, uh, and a broken career um mm-hmm. and they now kind of come together in their own awkward way to rise above it and and, and achieve this great success at the end of the story so uh i i really like that part of it mm-hmm. I, yeah i'm I, I mean the whole the whole thing is that's the whole thing is really you know that's that's i think too one of the endearing the small school big school thing is a little bit of it but but i mean the redemption of all of those of all those characters is is why people why people love it is mm-hmm. to not give up and 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 come together and 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 be a team and see what you can accomplish mm-hmm. uh basketball lessons learned here uh from the movie here i got a couple of things mm-hmm. um Trust your gut, you know. Mm. Um, Everett's hurt; his his stat his 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 stitches get torn away, and and yeah. Norman, oh, you know, he, his stitches are pulled. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah. well, "Can't you patch him up?" And and he's gonna keep him in the game. And then he mm-hmm. says, "You know." And I think it shows growth by Norman Dale. You know, twenty years ago when he was at Ithaca College, he probably would have tried right. to make him play through it. <laughs> but you know, here he's like, "All right, strap, go out here." Now he goes. Don't you shoot it unless you're right next to the basket, and then he right. goes full Kareem Abdul-Jabbar out there, you know. Uh, <laughs> yep. and, and by the way, strap, great footwork, turn, pivot, great shot yeah, fake, six-inch shot fake, power dribble, yep. one hard dribble right, and goes up with the finish. Great yep. stuff, strap. I love to see that, buddy. Yeah. Um, but you know, you know, trust your gut, and and then at the same time, don't overcoach this stupid game. Get it to mm-hmm. your best player and get the heck out of the way. Uh, you know, and he needed a little help. He needed a little nudge to get it there. But hey, give it to Jimmy. Get out of the way, and and let's not make this any more complicated than we need to. Let's keep this. Let's keep this really. Let's not make this simple game any more complicated than we need to. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's just let's just keep it as simple as we possibly keep it simple. Stupid, as they say. Yep. So, 
yeah. those are a couple basketball lessons learned for me. Yeah, I would I would only piggyback onto your uh, on, onto your comments about Strap and Ollie and, and to just say uh, believe in your guys, believe yeah. in your girls, believe yeah. in believe in the team that you have and what they can do, and then trust that trust that your your preparation will lead to the result you want it to, and then and then live with it. Uh, you know, I don't think there was. Uh, I don't know that, you know, through that movie that Norm ever really talks about winning a whole bunch. Of course, nope. he was about to get fired, obviously, uh-huh. uh, and he got his best player back. But it was never about, you know, it was never about winning and losing. It was about how they were playing. You know, mm-hmm. even you know when they're when they're going on the run and it, and he's trying to sober up, uh, he's trying to sober up shooter and yep. and the boys are really starting to get it now. And yep. the, the Pistons are firing. It's never about we're going to win a whole bunch of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just that we're going to have fun and we're going to play hard. And I want you to be with us while we're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just think there was a, uh, that, that Norm had a, had a belief in his guys that they were going to uh, do whatever it took. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they trusted you know, they, they all as especially too. I think trust is, was a big thing as as the as the movie went on. The trust just kept going up mm-hmm. and up and up, and so to the point where, you know, at the beginning of the movie, Raid couldn't get in a word edgewise uh, with Norm. Right? I yep. mean, basically, Norm wouldn't let him say a thing. And in the state champion in the state finals huddle, it was Coach. Can I say something? I think Jimmy can take his man if we set him up. Yeah. You know, they're getting hammered early, right? Yeah. And 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 uh and and Raid comes in there and uh what about it, Jimmy? And all Jimmy has to do is nod his head and then they just go play basketball again, right? Yep. yep. And so uh I think all those things kind of come to uh you know, they really start to gel and and, and come together mm-hmm. uh, as the season goes on and as the movie goes on. And I'm sure that's in real life how a, how a season is a lot of times, too. Yeah. You know, uh, Tony, I know you're two hours away there in Grand Island, but I, I feel like you're looking over my shoulder at my notes right now. You, you were talking about belief. <laughs> Uh, you know, so you're kind of tripping me out here. I got to check the appendant and napkin studios here to see if there's a, a bug in here or something like that. Uh, but, uh, we are yeah. not FaceTiming. I can confirm. <laughs> yes. Yes. We can confirm that. Uh, but, uh, the belief in the journey is, is, yeah. you know, uh, you know how this movie can help you win games, you know, just the belief in the journey. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, I, I think that's something that I've learned as, as I've gotten older is, Guys, sometimes you get into that first weekend of the season, and if you if it goes poorly, especially you're like, oh my god, we t- we're terrible. We're never going to win a game yeah. ever again, and that type of thing. And and the focus on the journey, and and it's mm-hmm. not about December first. It's about February first, and it's about March first, and and just getting a little bit better every day, and 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 keep forming that team. And that team, obviously, it wasn't fully formed until Jimmy came along. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and decided to play again, but uh, it's it's that process, you know. They're they're out they're out at the Fleeners, and uh, you know they're you know the Opal says something about you know what are you going to do with these guys? And he said, well, I'm going to break them down and build them back up again, which goes to his military background of being in the Navy for the last ten or twelve years, you know. And mm-hmm. that's basically what they do in basic training and what they do with you in the military, and 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 
you know, that was something that was relatable to for those kids at that time with it being just after World War II and the Korean War is is getting mm-hmm. going during this time period and, and all of this stuff. So uh, just that belief in the journey and that trust, like you said, Tony, I, I think you hit the nail on the head there. So, yeah. Um, all right. Motivational grade. How how excited are you to and and I think there's only one possible grade. We it's kind of like the Dom Pagnotti uh, sleazy uh, Dom Pagnotti sleaziest character in the movie. I think there's only one possible grade you can give your motivation to hoop or to coach after watching this movie. It's got to be an A plus, isn't it, Tony? I, I, if, if you grade it less, we can't be friends. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go a uh, full Christmas story here. Remember when Ralphie yeah. wrote the theme and he's dreaming about plus, the theme, and the teacher plus, goes, "Hey, plus, 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 plus." plus. Yep. Uh, that's that's what we got going on here. So I don't, yep. no doubt, a a plus 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 motivational grade for watching Hoosiers MVP yeah. of the movie, Mr. Chapman. Oh wow, MVP of the movie, the most the most valuable. This movie is different. The story yeah. is different without this. Without this happening with this character. Mm. Gosh, I just love them all so much. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. You want, you, that's, you, a, you, that's, you, a, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I. You know, it's funny. I, I obviously, I think Hackman plays the role so well Mm -hmm. uh but you know you have to have i'm gonna say ollie and here's why i'm gonna say Ollie. oh wow i'm gonna gonna go okay i know it's it's just a little interesting okay but i'm i'm gonna say ollie and here's why i'm gonna say ollie is i gotta take it back to basketball okay uh you have to have guys on your team who don't play but know they have an important role in the mission. Mm-hmm. And Ali knows exactly what his role is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yep. Without any, without oh, he, he says any, it, he says it when he introduces yep. them to the team, you know, yeah, I couldn't manage my trade. Yep. And, and, but there's no, there's no drama around him being that guy. Yep. And, if you know if there if there was drama around a guy who doesn't accept their role and really you don't really see feel any drama except early in the movie uh around roles and and how, what kind of player you're going to be but i just think like ali knows ali knows exactly exactly who he is and what he needs to be for his guys yeah i like that i like that that's a little awkward. That's a no. little off the wall, but no. it, it's just—I it, was trying to give you a not obvious answer there. Yeah, I'm—I'm um, I'm probably going to go a little bit more obvious. I—it's—it's—it's it's, got to be Jimmy Chitwood. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, Norman Dale's a great coach, but uh, as your friend and my friend Matt Fritchie would say, it's not about the X's and O's; it's about the Jills and the Joes. And mm-hmm. without Jimmy, and and you don't have the the stud. For everybody yeah. else to fall into place, uh, absolutely. You know, uh, they're they're not cutting down the nets at, at Hinkle Fieldhouse. So, nope. Um, nope. And, and I thought it was interesting, Tony. I didn't really realize this um, until I rewatched it again today. Uh, 
Jimmy Chitwood only had three lines the entire movie. Yep. I, I figure it's time for me to start playing ball again is yep. one. And yep. then, you know, yeah, speaking of coach. Uh, coach stays, I, I, he co- stays. Coach stays, he stays. Coach goes, I go. I go. And yep. then and I'll uh, make it. And I'll make it. Those are the only three lines that Jimmy Chitwood has the entire movie. Look, but, no one in the history of movies got more out of less than Jimmy Chitwood. <laughs> You're right. Because if you say Jimmy Chitwood, everybody knows who Jimmy Chitwood is. You're darn right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, three. And, and here's something I learned today. Uh, the, the, the character that played Jimmy Chitwood did not play high mm-hmm. school basketball. He was an all-state yeah, golfer. He's a he's a golf and he still is a golf pro, I believe. And uh, uh, so so Raid played Division three basketball at DePaul, mm-hmm. and a lot of those other guys played basketball. Actually, if you go back in and you do research on the movie, the best high school basketball player on the team was Ollie. Really? Yep. Hmm. I did yeah. not know that. Yep. Huh. Yep. That, which is pretty. Which is which is pretty cool. That is cool. That is cool. So yeah, yep. Maris. Valanus was the guy yeah. that uh, played Jimmy Chitwood. Yeah, three lines. Tried to be an actor, didn't work. Um, and he's he's a golf pro. Yeah. So overall grade, Mister Chapman. And uh, if you're <laughs> if you're bringing this with you on the desert island, uh, I, you, you can't go anything more. You got to do the Ralphie from a Christmas Store. A plus 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 yeah. plus plus plus. Yeah, I'm I'm a sucker for the motivational sports movie so in my you know in my movie pantheon i'm sure you could probably guess what like two and three behind hoosiers would be because they all have a great story to them and they're all uh got to be remember the titans have got to be in there is is my number three okay is my number three again real story and i love you know going back into that and and miracle was my number miracle miracle is my number two okay yeah and so, but yeah, this is number, this is, yeah, this is, and, and I'd give all those movies high A marks, but this is still my, uh, my, my A number, my A number one, you yeah, a hundred percent. And if you, you know, if you're given extra credit, uh, 102 or whatever, <laughs> if you, uh, if you can, if you can get extra credit for a movie, 100, 102. Yeah. Well, we'll see what we can finagle with the Grand Island Public Schools uh, grading system yeah. there, Mr. Chapman. So, yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. No, great movie. Uh, it, it's a classic. And, uh, you know, when when I sent out the opening text with this, uh, I, I think you set the land speed record for the quickest response of anybody. <laughs> <laughs> when I, said this, uh, I mean, boom, boom. I got Hoosiers. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's it's great movie. And and Tony, you, you know anything anything else to to add on on this one here as as we wrap up our last feature film of the the film room season one here. Yeah, uh, I probably don't have uh, I probably don't have a whole bunch to add. I I, I give you just a few more. Uh, I give you just a few more real life, uh, real life things that if people really love the movie and get into it, they, they might not know. Uh, the coach for uh, South Bend Central in the movie is a guy named Ray Crow. Uh, Ray was the head coach, Oscar Robertson's head coach at Christmas Addicts. Oh, okay. um, so he had an actual little bit of history that tied back uh, to the movie. And then... I know you're. I know you're. I'm going to make you do this before you go to bed, Marty. You're going to pop this thing in one more time. God. 
and you're gonna Tony, go. Tony, don't do this gonna, to me, buddy. You're gonna go to the to the championship locker room scene. Okay. And you're gonna look at the at the South Bend Central roster. Mm-hmm, okay. Okay. I know what you're it talking about. Best, it's up there on the, the best players. Board. Best players, Boyle, number fifteen, averages okay. about twenty points a game. Yes. So all of the last names of the South Bend Central roster are the actual last names of the Hickory team. So you're going to see Boyle, Brad Boyle was Wit, and you're going to see Shank, who was Ollie. But all, but uh, Valenus doesn't make it on there. But the starting five is actual last names of the actual actual guys who are playing the Hickory team. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. There you go. And I'm not going to I do it tonight, but I will oh, waste God. time in school doing that tomorrow, though. There you go. Yeah. At least, at least do it in the next say forty-eight hours and re- and and report back that I am correct there. And that was one of the. That's one of the things when you watch it five hundred times, <laughs> you go, "Wow!" And then you actually have to watch the credits to know who the, what the last name of all those guys are uh, to be able to to be able to match it up. Well, and then and then I just rem- and then I just as you were talking a few minutes ago. It hit me. Opal's line is, "The sun don't shine on the same dogs." I'm part every day, uh-huh. but Mister, you ain't seen a ray of light since you got here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Supper, yep. my house, yep. Saturday. Yep. yep, yep. That that's the line. That's what it was. Yes, I, and I thought about writing that one down as well. So, yeah. Uh, Tony Chapman, good stuff tonight, my friend. Uh, All right, Marty. Always good to talk to you. I, uh, you know, uh, November's going to be here sooner than we think. So I hope the Wishing you guys a great uh, a great winter in Fort Calhoun. So uh, good people up there. Uh, we 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 like them. We 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 like it yeah. where we're at here, and uh, uh, we feel like we're getting better. And uh, you know, um, you know, we're just going to keep chipping away at it. We're going to have a belief in our team. We're just going to get a little bit better every day, and we're going to try to be five Pistons firing together, as, as Coach Normandale would say. So, all right, there hey, hold go. the line just a second here, Tony. Uh, okay. Again, Tony Chapman out of Grand Island, uh, Nebraska. Check out his work at Nebraska Preps. Uh, d- you know, just does a great job and 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 busts but uh, highlighting uh, high school kids here in Nebraska and their a- uh, athletic achievements. And even if you're not from Nebraska, listen to it. Go go check it out. Uh, Nebraska Preps. Uh, Tony does a great job. Strive. Uh, just so many different things that that Tony has his hands in. And uh, just appreciate his friendship. Appreciate him coming on. And I do mean that with the land speed record with the text returned that fast. I think I sent it out, and literally seven seconds later, I think Chapman sent me back a, a, a response. I've got Hoosier. So it worked out great. Uh, I hope you folks have enjoyed our breakdown of the 1986 classic Hoosiers. Uh, great movie. Uh, and and uh, next week is our last uh, film room uh, session for for this season the first season i think it's gone really really well i hope you folks have enjoyed it uh and i think you're really gonna like it so coaches as always let's be sure to hone our craft one day at a time <laughs>